like that face, Frenchie. What are you staring at so intensely? I'm intent on this song, brah. Yeah, feeling this one? Yeah. <laughs> You know 2024 had it like that <laughs> three days in and we're already banging we're already banging i have a strange suspicion i have a strange i have a strange <laughs> suspicion that 2024 well done is going to be full of bangers well, it's wrong with the Vincent that 2024 is going to be great. And then 2024, Aaron's mouth doesn't work. <laughs> Nothing's changed. Stop. <laughs> oh, that was so cute, babe. I love that. You guys are funny. <laughs> what was the word I was trying to say with your sister the other day? We were walking down the street. Peculiarly. Peculiarly. Yes. Why so is this so hard for me to say? Say it again. Peculiar. 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 Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Who is out here saying peculiarly? Aaron was trying to. <laughs> you did such a good job, babe. This episode is off to a hot, hot start. Let's go. <laughs> I'm having fun. Uh, it's episode 42. The first one we're recording in 2024. Um, Mikey, say what's up to the Aaron's. Hi, Mikey. Hi. What's up, dog? And what's good? Plurbies. We're going to do drop of the week today. We're going to do catching up because we haven't talked since before Christmas, maybe? A lot has happened. Much music has been listened to, has been played. So we're going to catch up. It's going to be gorgeous. I can't wait. And then Unwritten Rave Rules. How's that sound, y'all? Sounds great. Sounds perfect. I'm in. You son of a bitch, I'm in. Peculiarly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make a song that's, it'll be all words that are really hard for me to say. <laughs> and that's all the that's song. That's how you're going to learn how to say them. We compromise them. <laughs> how would it go? How would it go? <laughs> we'll work on it. We're going to workshop this and get back to you next week. Peculiarly. Peculiarly. <laughs> toy boat, toy boat, toy boat. Okay. Toy boat. Toy boat, toy boat. <laughs> all right, Mikey. Frenchie. Uh, first drop of the week of the new year. Give it to me. So for my drop of the week... It is a song called Sin Eyes. What does it mean? It means signals. Yeah, signals. Okay, so signals. It says, Breve descrio de uma pessoa. Babe. Because <laughs> <laughs> we all know I'm great at pronunciation. <laughs> I was saying babe because it's not even in English. <laughs> I know. I was trying to read it in Spanish. Oh. No? Portuguese? Okay. They were showing off the pronunciation. See. Si. <laughs> so I guess did you know what i was saying because you can speak spanish <laughs> no i was just mesmerized by your pronunciation <laughs> i have no idea what you were saying <laughs> no but see nice is the name of the song and it's by bianca oblivion and on hell and we had the pleasure of seeing bianca this past weekend so i'm gonna play it for you and when I say I'm going to play it, babe's going to play it. Come on, babe. Come on, babe. Come on, keep One, playing. Play it, babe. Play it. job of the week have to say <laughs> well thanks bianca for making it strong so a little bit about bianca okay so we saw her this past weekend she fucking slayed we'll get into it in a little bit but she was a part of a huge back to back to back to back with all these different djs and every time she got on the decks brah we heard something insane out of her she is so talented she's so fucking good i was really impressed so 
Sam came and we kept looking at each other like, who the fuck is this? She's so good. <laughs> yeah, y'all just put me on to Bianca Oblivion. Oh my God, Mikey, she was so fucking good. I was really impressed. That was so good. Anyway, a little bit about Bianca. So she was born and raised in LA and she grew up hearing the sounds of the city blasting out of car stereos at backyard barbecues and parties. She also was trained as a dancer all these, you know, components strengthened her love for these rhythms. And she also spent a bit of time in college radio as well, um, where she was hosting a show and throwing DIY events, etc. And yeah, it just, the, all these influence give her that underground edge. She's got a lot of edge. That's a good way to put it. Yeah, absolutely. You could feel and hear and experience the edge every time she approached the deck. She's so fucking good. Edgy. She is a connector of the Global Club Underground. She draws lines between US and UK bass music, baile funk, reggaeton, grime, vogue, and beyond. Um, she's long been involved in multiple facets of the LA underground. She's continuously working to create spaces for femme slash non-binary, queer, and POC artists in the LA nightlife scene as a part of crews like Cool Los Angeles, Club Aerobics, and now Warp Mode. And one of the things that I uh, just felt like the energy of this whole night of music we'll talk about in a minute was it definitely gave like boiler room vibes where... You had all these people who were just kind of like really, really in it. And all the DJs had this incredible flow. And that's just kind of the energy that I was getting. And she actually has a Boiler Room LA set that you can listen to online that is like next in my queue. Frenchie, this is putting people on to like good underground stuff. This rocks. When I was going through her music, I heard a song. I think it was this one. Selecta by Bianca Oblivion. Dude, there's so many good songs named Selecta. <laughs> I agree. I gotta say. With the flute, though? <laughs> I think this is the best Selecta that has a flute. Probably true. Anyway, she got beats for days. She got beats, huh? Hell yeah. I am going to spend some time in her catalog of music. Yeah, dude. She was great. I will 10 out of 10 times see her again. She was fantastic. I really loved her set. Well, her selections, I should say. Speaking of magicians of beats, mine job of the week is also another producer who makes insane beats. <laughs> Uh, his name is Fabian Mazar, and I had the great, great pleasure of sharing my green room with him on Thursday when I opened for Memba at Elsewhere, which we'll talk about more in a second, but I want to talk about him specifically. So my drop of the week is Lost and Found by Fabian Mazar and Sage Tots. I can't say that I've never been high. Life gets crazy when adrenaline flies. Suns out means I bring the guns out. Need that energy, genuine vibes. No introduction needed, have arrived. I just pride myself a good time tonight. No worry about what's ahead. Just make sure that we're feeling all right. It's bounce and bounce and bounce. It's left and right and up and down. It's that new school guy with that old school sound. Lyrical MC, yeah, we all so loud. I don't do this for no one. Only want to make the old me proud. Something potent in my cup. I can't find my head. No lost and found. No lost and found. Yeah, the night is what you make it. Let the vibe just elevate you. Yeah, we bring that sound. Yeah, these highs are for escaping that sound. Sound. With the vocal edit, what? The stutter. You know what? This song is actually not the best representation of him because he makes these massive trap tunes up there with, with Memba on the production skill for EDM Trap. But um, we all know I love Two Step Garage, and I, this is one of his like most recent tracks. So when I heard it, I was like, oh, I'm going to play this Ooh. one, which is kind of like out of left field for this artist specifically. Fabian is a DJ producer, vocalist, and sound designer from Copenhagen, Denmark. 
His tunes are heavily inspired by hip-hop and R&B. He has had a career in music for the last 18 years and gets his musical talent from his parents. His father, Klaus Hoffman, plays the bass guitar and is well-established in the Danish jazz scene. And then his mother, Marilyn Mazar, is a world-renowned percussionist who has toured with American jazz legends such as Miles David and Wayne Shorter, which I had to look them up. Miles David was a famous jazz trumpeter, and Wayne Shorter um, was a famous jazz saxophone player. Anywho, you can find sample packs that Fabian has created on Splice, Soundtrap, and his own sample pack website called Element Store. On the sites, you can find a wide variety of samples he has created, such as Tear Out Dubstep, EDM Trap, Ambient, Wonky Trap, Future Bass, Future Funk, Rap Wave, and so many more. Like I was scrolling through, looking at all the different sounds that you can buy, literally made by him, and then use in your own productions. It's really fucking cool. And um, for the people who don't produce but would still like to see some behind-the-scenes type material, you can follow Fabian on Instagram and watch him break down how he makes different beats. I recently watched one of his posts that he made, and the video is him taking a Moroccan drum. It's like a 4 by 4 square, and I don't know what it's made of, but it's, it's some kind of Moroccan drum. And he makes the entire track within 30 minutes by manipulating how he hits the drum and then adjusting the sounds within the DAW that he uses. So he just like made this like really crazy beat just by changing how he hit it and, you know, adjusting things on the back end within the software. And it's just really, really fucking dope. So yeah, I would definitely say go check out his other tunes. He is phenomenal live. We got to see his entire set. He closed for Mamba. And with that, we'll go into the next segment, yeah? Let's get into the rest of the night, because Fabian closed that night, but there were some other people on that docket that I'm interested in hearing about. There were some other people. So when I walked in for the show, Ishan and Will were actually doing their sound check. So all the lights were on, they were standing there at the decks. The artist liaison took me to my green room, and I was able to, you know, put my stuff down. And then I came back and they were still like kind of finishing up their sound check. So I let them do the thing. And then when they finished, it was just like, hey, guys, so stoked to be opening for you. Saw you at Izu last year. You killed it. Saw you up with Allison this year. Stoked for your set tonight. And they were like, oh, thank you so much. They're super sweet. They're both of them just like really, really genuine people. Yeah, and then they went back to their green room, and I did my 60-second sound check and <laughs> hopped into my set. It was a few songs into my set before people even were, like, being let in at the door because, you know, on the production logistics side, the people are, like, making sure everything is in place. Um, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, Frenchie was out there in line with a few of our other friends, and, and her sister Britt surprised us and came into town for new year's so that was cool having her here and my set i will be honest when i left the house i was freaking out and i didn't feel confident about it and i was almost crying to frenchie like omg what did i get myself into (laughs) but after the set was done i did feel good about it. it it felt nice to just get it out there. And a bunch of our friends showed up. I'm so happy about that. It was it was really awesome. Because, you know, it's a Thursday. Like, people have to work in the morning. Also, it's the holidays. People are traveling. It's cold out. Like, so many things. And we still had a really good crew show up. They were raging. I have so many videos because, you know, Victoria was filming the whole thing her two terabytes of storage <laughs> she was on it C- cut to member set she's mid video and her phone dies she's like ah my phone died <laughs> and then i made the joke i was like well i guess you're gonna have to start bringing portable chargers she's like yeah probably <laughs> it's not a joke i have to capture every second i love it but hey man i have such good footage from from my set because i love her between aaron and victoria and our other friend james took a bunch of videos and i got lots of footage shout out to the filmers especially towards the end when the floor was pretty full that was dope your set was great and you played so many different genres i was like you know what i have two hours 
I'm gonna go in and play a lot of the songs that I love that I think would fit well in this set. Cause a lot of people would have probably just played like EDM trap and that would have been it. But I was like, no, like, because Memba's not just EDM trap. Like I, I wanna like no. be well-rounded with this and also show my range Yes, on one of the biggest stages in New York. So yeah, I did EDM trap, I did future bass, dubstep, UK garage, Jersey club, quite a few drum and bass tracks in there yeah and some grime we went in there for sure a lot of bpm changes which that was the part that i was most nervous about because some of the changes i was going like 25 bpm differences like within the transition that's a lot yeah <laughs> still fun though still fun and i still think that the set flowed really well even though that there were a lot of like nuances about it can you play me something yeah sure or anything that you played yeah i want to i want to taste <laughs> check out my recording on soundcloud <laughs> just kidding yeah <laughs> yeah you can find the recording on soundcloud so go check it out okay this track all right what do you got it was one of the first tracks of the set it's called ego death it's the kylie remix and it's by all caps elevate let's go track it's so good moody that's hot <laughs> i've been sitting on sitting on that track for a while nice been waiting for the right moment to bring it up and here it is it wasn't only one time that someone came up to me and said i thought moody played house <laughs> i was like guess again babe oh my god moody been you playing a lot know. of different music other than house for a long time honey that little box you put moody in in your brain it's time to expand it i know it was cool though it was really cool to be like no no they make they do everything everything that was fire you know what they say moody strikes again <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> <laughs> they do say that they do say that oh man we gotta put that on some merch hell yeah Ooh okay where are we here where are we here so when we when i was leaving the stage i tapped liney on the shoulder and i said hey man we're gonna be a force i'll see you there and he's like oh cool, cool. <laughs> oh cool and then aaron and Britt and our friend tay who we've spoken about before uh she used to work at deeper records now she's off doing her own yeah, thing yeah, yeah. being a manager being a boss we all went back to the green room and we hung out for a while i was exhausted so i really needed to sit down and like catch my breath for a second yeah two hours is a long set and i went hard like pretty much the whole set yeah i just needed to like take a breather i drank two bottles of water during the set when we were back in the green room that's when we met fabian because i was sharing my green room with him and we met his partner, Naya, who is so sweet. I believe that they're both from Yeah, Denmark. I think they're both from Denmark and just really lovely people. Danish. Danish, yes. He has the cheekbones of like a god. Greek god. Yeah, it's like <laughs> if you go look at a picture of him, like his eyes are clear and his face is just like Sculpted. extremely defined. <laughs> um, and his girlfriend is also hot. I was like, okay, you guys are like a beautiful couple. Hotties. You're hot and you're kind and sweet. Like this never happens. Stop. Um, we actually got kicked out of our green room at one point because Memba was doing a meet and greet and for whatever reason they couldn't do it in their green room. So they came to our green room and brought all these people. So we just stood out in the hallway for a little bit and kept talking and yeah, it was just really pleasant to speak with them. And then during Memba's set, we 
we raged the entire set. It was Frenchie's first time seeing Meva, and she, I think, was blown away. No, I was really impressed, and it was fun to see them after the show and be like, hey, that was my first Meva set. And Ishan was like, oh, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, like, y'all fucking slayed. It was really fun, super dynamic. And I think that it's a really cool thing to go onto someone's Spotify, listen to their music, have your own expectation of what they're going to be like live and then they're not like that live you know what i mean like because members like pretty chill when you listen to them on spotify comparatively speaking and then yeah they just brought a really like banging dynamic set and it was really really fun it was also great to be there with friends who love members so much because it's easy to feed off each other's energy so time. yeah definitely shout out to lauren and alex for staying with us until the end they were great hell yeah the belfiores they were raging well dynamic is the right word they do a lot they do it well and yeah it was just a really really stellar set then we stayed for fabian he was also awesome and then afterwards when the show was done we got a chance to like speak to everyone again and like Aaron says, we talked to Ishan and Will. They gave us hugs, and it was it was really sweet. And we ended up walking out with Fabian and Naya. And great night, loved it. Ten out of ten. Can't wait to see Imud back in the hall at Elsewhere. And I'm really excited for you to play Zone One. That's your last room you have to play over there, Bex. So Elsewhere, if you're listening, if you have an opening in Zone One, hit, hit me up. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. <laughs> so yeah, that was Thursday. <laughs> that was Thursday. <laughs> that was that was Thursday. <laughs> When do you want to talk, Mikey? I can do some talking here. I had a few interesting nights in Utah. The first one, shout out my homies Jesse and Calvin for the invite to this event that Calvin was DJing, the boy who does a lot of liquid D&B. Uh, Calzoni is his DJ name. Oh my God, that's awesome. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's pretty great. But we pulled up to this establishment. Is this the rave? And we peeked in and like, it was a quinceanera. We were like, what is going on here? And so we had to like walk all around and there's a little door and then stairs upstairs. And that's where it was. And it was like a wedding venue. Like I'm pretty sure someone got married in that exact space the same day. But then we were up dancing there till like 5am. And there was, I bought a pashmina because there was cheap, cool pashminas. And it was cool. It was really low ceiling. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, was that from the night that I saw videos on your story where there was like black lights? No, that was the next weekend. We went to this like small warehouse-y vibe place. Me and Jesse did. Obayashi is a very real producer who makes house music, who played at this event. And uh, we danced our little asses off and had an amazing time. I got this candy and it says, uh, Eep Ooh. That's it. (laughs) E. But yeah, so I had some fun, fun nights establishing my relationship with Echo Syndicate, which is now my friends who do events out in Salt Lake City, which is really cool. And I like those people. And they do stuff with Cosmosis, the people who do like the desert raves and stuff. So I've just got that like underground Salt Lake City EDM community, like on lock. I don't go to like big shows out there, but I go to the underground Salt Lake events. That's where you can find me randomly throughout the year and i'm here for that mikey i didn't even realize that you were in salt lake city that's when you met your niece right yes met my niece for the first time shout out lenora she's such a sweetie i played drum and bass for her (laughs) try to make her stop crying it did not work but you know it's okay (laughs) (laughs) maybe in the future I wish that I could have hooked you up with my sister who lives there. I think we've talked about this. Yeah. Salt Lake is cool. Yeah. And she is cool. So I think that, yeah, you got to meet her. Dang. She could have came to all the things I went to. Yeah. We definitely got to make that happen. So great. Okay. Next time that you go to Salt Lake City, you got to meet Zoe. Yeah. She's got to come. Yeah. Okay. Great. All right. Thursday sounds like it was banging. Yeah. Thursday was banging. And then Friday, you saw some friends. You saw some talented people. So Friday was fire. We went to Avon Gardner to see our dear friend Bryn Quino open up the hall. She had a great set. It was super fun. It was like cool, like Latin house vibes, wouldn't you say, babe? Afro house, Latin house. Well, she was opening for Hugo, and he is predominantly Latin house vibes. So I think she was just playing off, you know, what the headliners playing. She often does that. When we've seen her at Superior, We've seen her open for Jay Wara. We've seen her open for LPGOB. She's got some big, big opening and closing sets on on her roster. Yeah. It was really fun to watch the hall fill up while she was playing. She had a great set. It was a lot of fun. I will say also that it was really sweet to watch her get so excited 
at her logo on the huge screen behind her because she wasn't really expecting that. <laughs> so that was just a really special moment that we got to share. And I feel- Every time she would turn around and she'd look at it, she'd point at it and she'd go, ah! <laughs> <laughs> it was really sweet. <laughs> After Branquino, Juani Bravo played. Juani Bravo. He had another fun like Latin house set as well. Jay Wara played after him. And we had never seen them just solo. She played Tech House, though, which I wasn't expecting. I thought maybe it would be another Latin House set, but she threw down Tech House. And we were on stage for some of it. It was top, top vibes. And it was actually during that Jay Wara set that we learned we were going to go to see LPGOV over at Brooklyn Navy Yard. We got a little hookup, so we decided we definitely got to go. You know, we weren't really planning on it, like I said, but we definitely got to go. We hung out with Victoria for a little while, and yes. then... We saw a little bit of Hugel's set, and it is Hugel, right? Not Hugel. I don't know. Victoria would know. Plurbies, who knows? Is it Hugel? Hugel. 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 Oh, Hugel. Hugel. So we were we, both wrong. Everyone was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> that was so funny, Mikey. I just think it's wild when you see people on stage and everybody has their phone in the DJ's face. And I'm like, let him cook. Let him cook. Mans can't cook if you're on top of him. Yeah, mans can't cook. Let him cook. And I think that there is an element of some DJs really appreciating that and liking it and having really, you know, having fun with that. I know that that would drive you crazy. Oh, no, 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 no. I already told Aaron. It would have happened one time and then it would have happened zero Never times again. after that. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I don't even like it when people are touching me while I'm playing. Like it takes me out of the focus, you know? Aaron's the only one allowed to talk to me while I'm... But, you know, I should also tell friends though, because I know some friends like know that about me and won't even say hi to me during my set. And it's okay. Like, I want you to, like, come up to, like, and wave at me so I can wave back to you. But that's, like, yes. the level of involvement that I want with people. Like, I don't want to, like, be like, hey, man, how, how's it going? Like, you know, like, I can't have a conversation. <laughs> but I do want to acknowledge you and say hi. Like, thank you for coming. Like, that means a lot to me that you showed up. That's a good just note for interacting with DJs. Yeah, it does depend on your personality. And it is important to know what your DJ's preference is because you want to be respectful. But for me personally... Like, I would never feel weird about walking up to a DJ because also because I do it, I can tell when they're mixing and when they're not mixing. So when yeah. they're not mixing, of course, I'll just be like, hey, man, you know, great set, whatever. Walk away. Like, fist bump. Low stakes. <laughs> they don't have to engage a ton. Exactly. Exactly. I think that it's if a DJ is giving some kind of like body language like that, they are approachable. Like, I think that that's perfectly acceptable to come over and like, boom, just like quick pound. Pa-pow, fist pound. And even if if they weren't cool with touching you like you would just put up your fist and then they wouldn't or like bump a, you back like that's fine right, right, right. or like hold your drink up like a cheers yeah or something cheers like that. Yeah. high five whatever or just point at them and be like or make a heart I yeah don't know. exactly heart is perfect anywho 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 we left hoogle we left hoogle to go to lpgob lpgob and sophie tucker and chloe calais and um and, uh, the other people in the beginning <laughs> we missed to make a long story short, we missed pretty much everyone. We saw the last two sets. It's such a huge venue. It holds 7,000 people. So, you know, oh, we're, wow. by the way, going to Brooklyn Navy Yard. We're walking up. It, it was LPGOB back to back, Sophie Tucker, and they were playing Love is a Skill. Yep. What a song. Which Sophie sings on. Yeah. And then it crossed over to LPGOB back to back, Chloe Calais. Is that how you say it? I think it's Calais. We're doing great this, this episode <laughs> with the pronunciation. Peculiar. <laughs> I still can't say it, so I'm not going to try. <laughs> it was the first time ever, Mikey, that we've arrived to the venue at 3 a.m. Arrived. Arrived, and then we go to check our coats, and there's just like a stream of folks who are all leaving. And we're like, <laughs> we, we still have two hours to go. Like, we got to check these coats and, and get up there. But get this, before we even make it to where our friends are that we know are there, we run into three different friend groups. <laughs> I mean, one of the couples who ran into us asked Aaron to DJ their wedding next year. And I'm like, oh my God, the answer is yes. We got to go inside. <laughs> I don't want to be me. I don't want to be rude. We'll do it. Whatever it is. Love you. They're like, we're flying you to St. Pete, Florida. We're paying for the accommodations. You're going to play top 40 and then we'll do Deep House at the end of the night. I was like, all right. 
Let's do it. <laughs> but we have to go see this music right now. I know. Yeah. I felt bad. But yeah, we did catch like two hours and it was so beautiful. It was so much fun. Y'all were backstage. Yeah. Like run into friends on stage over there and get to yeah, connect with a lot of people. And then watch LP fucking cook. Cook. That bitch. Oh my God. She just cooked she it up. She, she stays cooking. We even got an encore song from her because she finished and everyone was like, encore, encore song. Encore <laughs> song. She was like, okay. So she did. She played her remix of Taylor Swift's Cruel Summer. It was a really sweet moment. And this is like the only Taylor Swift song that I know and I love it so much. Can we play it? Yes! This is how I'm going to get into Taylor Swift with all these DJs taking her songs and making them their own and they're so fun. They're so beautiful. Yo, who was that vocalist? They were pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) Had you heard of them? I think she's uh, dating a football player, maybe. Oh, good for her. I wonder how that's going. (laughs) I wouldn't know. So she's she's famous from dating the football player? Oh, hell no. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> he was already on the map, bro. <laughs> uh, he's off the map now. <laughs> his football skills have, have declined in direct conjunction with his social... Ascent. Well, you know, the pressure's just too much, man. <laughs> Could be too much. Taylor Swift and LPGOE. Yeah, maybe LP can bring all the vocalists on tour with her one of these days. Honestly. (laughs) They can perform it together. Definitely be realistic for like her to have LP at one of her events because like she could DJ an opening set or something. Yeah, could you imagine her just ripping it on the piano? That'd be so sick. Oh my God, it would be incredible. Seriously. Yo, LP should totally open for Taylor Swift and then come out and they do this song together. Yeah. If I saw them do that song together live, I'd shit my pants. That yeah. <laughs> I'd be I'd be Sora finding out that he's playing summoning fest and I'd Just shit my pants. Shitting. I would be shitting for a week. <laughs> seven days and seven nights of shitting. I would literally pay to see Taylor Swift. <laughs> I never thought those words would come out I of your mouth, but I here would, we are. I would pay to see T Swift, yeah. I'd I'd do it. Yeah, it was an incredible Friday. It was so much fun. We still got to get through another couple nights of like music that we saw. It's okay. Saturdays, we're going to go through quick because there's too many people to talk about. But (laughs) Saturday, we went to Brooklyn Monarch. There was a show happening that City Soul co-produced. So I was there to be the um, City Soul point of contact because Alan is off in Tokyo doing his thing. And yeah, it was a lot of fun. We had a massive back-to-back all night. And all of the artists who were on the ticket were Machine Drum, Quarter, Bauer, Jubilee, Jacques Green, Bianca Oblivion, Faulty Dill, Nikki Nair, and No Such Thing. So those are all the people who were like on the flyers that went out, but then not on the lineup, but played were a few other people, a City Soul DJ we know and love, DJ Eh, real name Ernie, Big yeah. Homie, we love Eh. Also, Brux played. She is a DJ producer. Um, I believe she's a friend of Quarters. And uh, I've listened to some of her tunes before. She's dope. And then Anthony played, who is the founder of the 9am Banger. And that, if you do not know, is a party that takes place in Queens. It starts at 9am. And it goes to like the late afternoon. And it's um, that's like their thing is that they're like this morning party, but they go really hard. 9am banger. 9am banger. And if you go on their website, you can see that um, they usually throw the parties around when a major holiday is happening. So they have like a theme to go along with it. 
And uh, our friend Andrew, who is another city soul homie, he is the one who put me on to the party. I haven't been yet, but he said it's his favorite party that happens in New York City. So I got to check it out at uh, some point. And yeah, so all these DJs, like I said, they were just playing back to back all night. It wasn't really like anyone had set times or anything. It was just like a DJ would play three songs. Another DJ would hop on. They, I think they had six CDJs total, which is wild. Usually yeah. four is you know the standard but because they had all these people here they're like ah throw some more on just in case <laughs> and i was working the event i was working as a artist liaison so i was talking with machine drum and bauer whose real names are travis and harry and quarter is megan and uh you know just helping them all out making sure that they had their drinks and the things that they asked for just schmoozing. on their rider no nah, not schmoozing just you know doing my job just being your beautiful authentic self and making yeah. them all love you but it was a great show, and like Frenchie said, Bianca Oblivion was just blowing everyone into oblivion. So I already knew that I liked what Quarter makes and does, and I just, you know, she's really talented, and I've I've really enjoyed her sets before. But Bianca, between Bianca and Jacques Green, those were my two wild cards of the night. Those two, whenever they approached the decks, I was like, let's see what they're going to cook up. They're so good. And honestly, Mikey, I think that you would have really loved it because of the nature of the spontaneity. That sounds so cool. It was so fun. And Sam came and we both just kind of like vibed for hours to all of the magic in the unknown so people would just kind of pop on what's next exactly it was super magical and super spontaneous and fun and i love that we just heard a lot of different genres and it was it felt really underground and like just uh electric it was really cool that is cool i would definitely like to go to an event like that that's exactly yeah. the like the structure of that that just sounds really interesting it was really really cool also travis machine drum it was his concept, the whole party. And he had like a digital, like old camcorder. He had it flipped out and he's like taking videos of everyone. And then he'd <laughs> flip it over so you could see yourself being filmed. <laughs> that is amazing. He also had disposable cameras. And at one point I was up on stage, or actually you were there with me too. Mm -hmm. Aaron and I were both up on stage uh, talking about something about logistics. And we had like crouched down and he was like, get together. I'll take a picture of you guys. And I was like, oh, this is so sweet. Oh. You could tell he was having a great time. Yeah. Yeah, he, he had looked, fun. He was having a lot of fun. Like yeah. with his friends, you know? Like, yeah. It's a cool way to do it. That's what it's about right there. Exactly. We had like all these pizzas up on the stage for that. So they didn't even have to like go back to the green room. They like, we had their drinks and their food right there. He wanted everyone hanging out right out there. Yeah, it was, it was really cool. Oh, that sounds super fun. I want to come to the next one. Hell yeah. Another one gets scheduled. I'll let you know. That'd be fun. For sure. But then Sunday, we found ourselves back. It's your new home, the Brooklyn Navy Yard. Yeah, our new venue, Brooklyn Navy Yard. Just for context, we were there as of like a month ago for the Claptone show, but it was in a different building. And they have now moved into the newly leased space that is so much bigger and in my opinion, so much better. I love a huge venue. I love all of the screens that they have going. They have them like installed in the ceiling and they've got a lot of lights and they got, you know, great, great sound system. Yeah, it was just massive. Like I said, 7,000 people and the stage is really big. Like on stage, there was never more than maybe like 40 people on either night that we were up there. So we had mad space. That was like really nice. Fantastic. Loved that. We were bopping all around in the back. <laughs> and I will say, Mikey, our dear love, Brittany, said that once you love techno, your raver evolution is complete. I had definitely like entered the techno world this year and then I was like, okay, like I can vibe with some of this. And I was always thinking that, oh, I don't like dark techno, which I, if it isn't dynamic, then, you know, I can't get into it. But of course, Allison's techno set at EDC Orlando. And then prior to that, Hilo's techno set. Very dynamic. Yeah, at Izu. Those were defining moments for me. And then going to this show on Sunday with Adam Bayer and Elario Alicante and hearing all of this techno all night long. I think that my raver evolution is 
feeling really complete. The final evolution, complete. Isn't it funny what you think you don't like until you like it? (laughs) And then you're like, huh. (laughs) (laughs) Funny how that worked out. It's a really great reminder of never say never. For sure. Exactly. I have said never hard style, but now that I like techno, like who fucking knows, bro? Who knows? I listened to a song today with a hard style drop. Noah sent it to me, actually. Shout out, Noah. Oh, hi, Noah. And the fact that he's sending me hard style songs just warms my heart so immensely. Yeah, me too. That little weird boy. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, Adam Bayer. That was our first time seeing him live. Mans knows what he's doing. I was reading earlier that his label, Drum Code, Oh no, it's a podcast. He has a podcast of that his record label does, Drum Code. Okay, you two stop. <laughs> <laughs> it said it's the most streamed techno podcast in the world. Wow. He did a phenomenal set. There was, it was really dynamic. It changed from like acid techno to, it it was never like dark techno. I I wouldn't say that, but there was a lot of like melody and the synth changes. There were occasional lyrics. It wasn't all just, you know, beats and more beats. Yeah. (laughs) No, it was great. It was so beautiful. Um, also, he's just like, he's he's a little on the older side. He's 47 and he's like throwing down some fire techno sets. So good for you, Adam. Like showing huge props. That's how it's done. Yes. What are we going to listen to today? We are going to listen to a track that he made actually with Bart Skills. And it is an epic mix by Charles D. The track is called Your Mind. The epic mix. Epic mix. right next to the speakers and those drums are thumping under your feet and inside your soul it feels so good nothing like it (laughs) his symbols are so crisp too i agree good point and sometimes you just kind of are at a venue walking around and you like get to just the right place where the speakers just kind of like hit you beautifully and it's like oh that was it you can feel it from the ground reverberating into the next lifetime well, one thing about music, when it hits, you feel no pain. Facts. And dancing is healing. Love, Love is, is the, the answer. answer. <laughs> <laughs> dancing is healing. I saw you play that song, Moody. I did play that one. Yeah, Disco Lines remix. I was just going to say, 11 out of 10 set for Adam. Like, he really threw down. And we both got to tell him good job after his set was done. He, like, hung out on stage. And yeah. It was cool. Adam Bear. Yeah, definitely going to see him again. Fantastic set. Because you love techno, Frenchie, so definitely. Apparently I love techno now, so... Sorry. And then at 5.30, we wanted to get ahead of the Uber surges. I wanted to stay! (laughs) I did want to stay, too. We just, you know, we didn't want to spend 60 bucks to get home one way. That's absurd. No, I wanted to stay. I didn't care. I was like, let's just stay. Let's see what happens. Yeah, but when once we literally get out there, it starts raining. Let's see what happens. It starts raining, and then the car picks us up, and Babe's like, now that I'm sitting down, I'm exhausted. Well, that's true, actually. Yeah, I did die in the Uber on the way home. <laughs> oh, this might have been the right decision, actually. No, I wanted to stay. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, it was a great, great weekend. That is a, a new personal best for us both five stages within four nights that's blew our last record way out of the window (laughs) yeah that was our new record pr what a week for y'all literally on stage 
backstage, in front of the stage. Working the event. Staff member. If that weren't the best thing to send us into the next year, like to be like, oh yeah, this is what next year is going to be like, except even more. <laughs> <laughs> even more. Well, let's send the plurbies into the, well, Frenchie, what do you got to say? What's in your heart? Oh, I was just going to say it was like, it was probably my favorite birthday weekend ever. Oh. Yeah, we celebrate our birthday every day. It was like my favorite birthday weekend ever. I wish that you were here for it, but it was really uh, fucking dude, fun. It seemed really fucking fun. I was with you in spirits, but I'm so happy just to hear all about it because I've been wondering and it's been days since we caught up. So we needed to do this. Fax. Fax. Let's send the plurbies into the new year with some rave rules on rave, rave rules. Let's do it. I'm going to go first here. This is uh, for all the, I think, newer people. I think everyone should know this, like, internally, but actually doing it, taking the steps to secure your cellular device and your phone because nothing just kills the vibe of a day than someone being like, my phone is gone. And it's the worst for them because it's total terror of, what are you going to do? Go check lost and found, and hopefully it's there like it has been before. Bless up. It was during quarter's set that I lost my phone. I we were know. trying to get to quarter, and then I was like, oh, I fucking lost my phone. How did that happen? <laughs> I know. So your phone deserves, at the very least, a zipper, a pocket with a zipper, I should say. So get a fanny pack, get a crossbody, get a camelback. I have a phone case with, like, little loops on the outside, and I hook my phone to me because I know when I'm out there, Doing the festival, doing the things, doing the wanders. I can't be stressed about which pocket is my phone in and do I have it. So eliminate the stress. The brand that comes to mind immediately for me is Clutch Loop. And I really want to get one just so that I can be extra sure that I don't have any pickpocket nonsense going on. Oh yeah, that's what I was looking for. I'm on their website right now. It's really pretty, actually. Yeah, I got to grab one. So there you go, Plurbies. Clutch Loops is a good brand where you can find a device to do this in a way that's thought about for ravers. You're gonna get one, French? Yeah, I definitely wanna grab one. And I think that that would give me a little bit more peace of mind because even though I am that kind of person who by default, I'm just touching my bum bag to make sure the zippers are actually closed. Yeah. I think it's a great unwritten rave rule. And I think that the extra like layer of that is don't fucking pickpocket, bro. Yeah, yeah. The fact yeah. that those people are out here is actually booty and it stinks that we even have to talk about it. We should get plurality clutch loop someday. I agree. There you go. <laughs> I agree. Let's do it. There is a specific one called Fl Flower Bender, and that one is dedicated to Shay. Is she the flower bender? Mm. She's the flower bender. Yeah, there's a whole, if you go on Clutch Loops account, there's like a whole storyline behind the one that they named after her. It's cute. Oh my gosh, it's so cute. Go get a clutch loop. What's uh, y'all got a rule? I have an unwritten rave rule, and it's kind of like a two-step one. I recently worked an event that had a show prior to our show. After that show ended, we came in to get ours ready to go. And the green rooms were just absolutely atrocious. And there was also trash all over the stage. So my unwritten rave rule, the first part, goes to the artists... And not to say that the artists are the ones like, you know, trashing their green rooms and trashing the stage. Like, I don't think that is true for many artists, but you're still inviting people to come and be on your guest list. Like if someone's on your guest list and they're doing something fucked up, like that's your responsibility. I know it's not you doing it, but like you shouldn't be inviting those people. Like there shouldn't be broken glasses on the ground. There shouldn't be trash all over. There shouldn't be half eaten granola bars on the ground. Like, come on guys, this is, we're better than this. Come on, son. The flip side to that coin is the people on the dance floor, the ravers, just, you know, clean up after yourself. I know we've talked about this in the past, but like, don't just throw your shit on the ground, especially in a smaller venue when you're not that far from a trash can. Especially in a smaller venue. Like, it's so easy to just go walk over the trash can, throw it away, come back. At the, the wedding venue above the quinceanera that I was at a rave at, it was like a smaller venue. And this one girl who was like talking with us had like an empty water bottle. And she literally like looked at us in the eyes and just dropped it on the ground. <laughs> like, I literally was like, what? 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 And I literally 
picked it up and walked to the trash can and threw it away. I love you. Make it make sense. The trash can was like 30 feet away. <laughs> it was not far. My mind exploded. I was like, what are we even doing? Respect the space. Especially because she looked you in the freaking pupils and then did it. <laughs> yeah. I was Come like, on. what the fuck? <laughs> Anywho. Anywho. This has been the Anywho episode because Anywho. we keep getting we keep getting sidetracked and then it's like, yeah, Anywho. Anywho, 2023. We wrapped it good. We sure did. I'm excited for this new calendar year. All of the awesome interviews we're going to do and all the great events we're going to go to. You can find us on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, at PluralityPod. And you can find the playlist of all the songs that we play on our episodes at my Spotify, which is e-mood. We have three playlists now because we have so many episodes. Wow, wow, we wow. Wow, wow, we wow. 42. Episodes every other Wednesday, baby. I would like to take this moment to give a special shout out to Barbara Streisand, Miss Cream, and Alley Cat. And I want to thank me. <laughs> <laughs> this new... Snoop said that. It was like a famous like... Snoop should be thanking himself. Yeah. Because we ain't thanking him enough. That's right. <laughs> and I want to thank me. But thank you, Mikey, for another incredible episode. Thanks for joining us on our recap of such a fun birthday weekend for me and such a fun weekend for Aaron making their debut in the Hall at Elsewhere. Yes. And I honestly can't wait to be right back here again doing this with you, hearing all about your experience on ship. Hell yeah. Cruise! I'm going on a cruise. I'm going on a cruise. The friendship cruise. Yes, fingers crossed there's good weather and we can see Skrillex on the island. Chris Slake is going to be there. Sin and Brooke. They do that like George FM. It's like a radio show. And they just play dope music. So I'm going to manifest seeing them. I haven't even looked at the lineup really much more than that. I don't even know who else is going to be there at this point. Good. I'm going to just show up and be like, yeah, let's go. Exciting stuff. Can't wait to hear about it. Let's, uh, you wanna, you wanna do this again? Shall we? I, I'm down. I would like to. I'm available. 43 episodes? No, I heard you have to hard stop after 42. We might be shit out of luck. Hope y'all enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. We have to make it to 104. Exactly. <laughs> and then we're calling it quits. No. <laughs> <laughs> No. <laughs> Never. All right, y'all are stuck with us. This is just the beginning. Thank you for listening. We love you. Goodbye. Peace, Peace love, and... Oh, is this the thinking game? <laughs> okay. Okay, ready? ready? These two are too cute. Peace, love, and, and set intention. Damn! <laughs> <laughs> you were so close. <laughs> She's setting the intention of going to eat a bowl of cereal right now. So that we, we were thinking the same thing. It's like they share a brain. It's crazy. It's like we have the same name. Hey, these two finish each other's sandwiches, you know? It's true. That is true. Okay, Mikey, thank you. Thank you. Love, Love you. you. Love Catch you. you on the flip. Flippity flip. Bye, player bees. Bye, player bees.